You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. There. This is Bird's Eye View with Dr. Lori Hess, and I'm here with Dr. Lauren Thielen. Hello. We are both bird veterinarians. We practice solely on birds and other exotic pets, and we love birds. We're big bird fans. And one of the things we get asked most every single day in our practice, I would say, at this time of year, is what happens if I'm traveling with my bird? Um, a lot of people get very, very nervous when they travel with their birds, and sometimes they leave them at home. But there are some times that it's really nice to take your bird with you on vacation. Birds love to be with their owners and hate to be separated from them. So when done right, you can travel very successfully with your bird. Right, Dr. Thielen? Absolutely. I know a lot of our clients have uh, two homes, the summer home and the winter, and they'll bring the bird back and forth, and the bird enjoys it just as much as the human. Absolutely. No reason birds can't enjoy their vacations, too. So we were thinking a little bit about what we would mention today, and we thought we would focus first on the car ride, since it's a very common way for birds to travel. And there are certain things that you might want to think about if you're traveling in a car with your bird. Right, Dr. Thielen? Absolutely. So tell us, what should we be thinking about? Well, I guess the first thing you should think about is, is how far you're traveling. Now, if you're traveling an hour, some of this stuff doesn't pertain. But if you're traveling a very long distance and you might not even need to stop overnight until you get to your final destination, it's really important that you plan out ahead of time when you're going to stop, how frequently you're going to stop. And it does need to be frequent. These animals do need a little break from the motion. And, and where you're going to sleep with your bird, um, because not all hotels will so kindly take your feathered friend as well as you. Absolutely. There are places you can search now online for pet-friendly hotels. You just have to make sure pet-friendly means bird-friendly too, because a dog and a cat might be a little quieter than a squawking parrot, but there are certainly some places that people are accepting of that. And again, plan it out in advance. I think you had a very important point that you mentioned right now, planning stops for breaks. Many, many birds get nauseous in the car and end up throwing up something. They get car sickness, and sometimes we do too. Birds are notorious for that. In fact, many birds will just come in for a checkup and they'll actually get sick in the car on their way here. So if your bird is one of those birds, you do really need to stop frequently and make sure that you're attentive to how they look and if they don't feel well, really taking a good long break. And we're really talking about how to adapt the travel to your bird. And we're going to keep on with the talk, but we're not going to necessarily recommend any medications for your bird as far as sedation goes. Because as we go along, you'll find that you can actually travel with your bird very safely without having to drug your bird or make him or her not herself. Yeah, I think that's an important point. We get asked a lot about what medications you can give the bird to sedate the bird for travel. And I actually think it's a really bad idea to give any medication before you're traveling because, as we know, pets can react just like people to any medication that we give. And if you're traveling and you're away from your veterinarian or away from any veterinarian that might be able to deal with a bird problem, you know, you don't want to have a reaction in that bird. So really just doing it the smart way without medication but planning ahead is the best way to travel. Lots of stops, making sure when you eat lunch the bird can eat lunch um when i often travel with my bird i don't go in the restaurant i'll go get the food i'll come back out to the car with the air conditioning or the heat whatever time of year it is and that's fun for them too because then they get to interact with you in a social setting and do what they would do even at home absolutely and, and that means also if they're going to be in the car for a long period of time getting them acclimated to the car you don't want the trip to be the first time your bird is getting in that car Very so good point. yeah it may be that you're gonna take a little ride around the block a few times 
times, you know, or just even sit in the car to have that bird get used to being in that car with those colors he's seeing, with that smell that he's smelling, um, all the sights and sounds of the car, and, and to give him some treats, some rewards, so that he sees that being in the car can be a positive thing for him, and it, it's not something necessarily that's scary or negative. Good point. But, you know, there are some things you want to bring with you. I mean, what would you bring in the car, Dr. Thielen? Well, you're going to be traveling, so the bird's going to need to do all the bird things it normally does the whole time. And so making sure it has all the food and treats that it normally does. Um, lots of fresh water available. Remember, it is a parrot, so it is very messy. Uh, so definitely bring that roll of paper towels with you. You know, sometimes in the summer, it's very hot traveling in the car. And so sometimes I'll take a towel and um, we can cover the cage to block the sun or even um, shove it up in the window of the car um, so it doesn't go over the cage itself but just blocks this the, for shade blocks the sun even a water mister um, if your bird uh, likes to bathe or gets too hot is nice to uh, kind of cool it down and then also keep it active with its printing absolutely things to distract the bird very very important toys favorite foods all of those things to keep the bird busy so it's not focusing on the ride and the motion of the car and, you know, again, there are no seat belts for birds. So there are certain things that you really want to do for safety for your bird. I mean, you don't want the bird hopping around and sitting on, unfortunately, people put them on the steering wheel. It makes me crazy to see that. Bird yeah. must be in a carrier. Do not travel with your bird on your shoulder, although they love it. If um, something happens, even you just slam on the brakes, there's not an accident. Your bird's not ready for that, and they're going to fly into your windshield, and you're going to regret it. Absolutely. So that bird should be safely in a carrier, ideally in the back seat. There should be a perch because we know birds grip really well with their feet. And Dr. Thielen brought something up very interesting earlier today we were discussing is something about the way the perch is in the car. What did you mention, Dr. Thielen? So whenever you stop in a vehicle, the motion of the car will kind of fall forward. And if the bird has a horizontal perch with the car, then he'll actually slip forward and potentially fall. And so what I do with my parrot is I actually take the perch and I put it parallel to the length of the car. So that way, if you have a sudden stop and it's making everyone move forward, the bird has a lot more stability and won't fall on his face. He'll just fall, you know, just kind of stumble to the side and they get a much better grip that way. Absolutely. Really important idea. I mean, such a silly little thing, but it can mean you know, a big difference in the way the bird does if there is a short stop. And they'll feel more confident in the car if they're not falling all over the place too, um, which will make the car a much more pleasant place to be. Absolutely. And that carrier is really important as well. We see a lot of people put birds in cardboard boxes. And what happens when you put a bird or parrot with a big beak in a cardboard box? Oh, they in? chew it up. You will not have a box by the time your car ride is over with. Yeah, so. so we want a nice secure carrier. There are many carriers made for birds that have perches built into them and water cups and food cups in there that are very, very safe. So you want to really invest in something that's going to be safe to confine your bird and will keep him safe through the entire ride. And I also recommend highly plastic carriers or something that's very durable because unfortunately I've actually um, had people report that the, the canvas ones with the zippers the zipper broke and the bird busted out of it and flew away and they lost their bird and so that's why it's always very important that you have a very safe carrier and, and on that note, you also may want to consider wing clipping if you're going to be bringing your bird outside or if you are if you are nervous about uh, the travel transient and that you don't want your bird to fly away, that might be something you want to consider to keep it safe. Yeah, unfortunately, we've had people who have brought their birds um, who are flighted, meaning they haven't trimmed their feathers, which is fine if they're, you're at home and the bird knows where he or she is. But if you're at a rest stop and you open your window and you get some air, you open your door and the bird flies out, you're in trouble. 
So, you know, wings grow back. They're just like hair. So if you know you have a big trip ahead of you, you might want to have the veterinarian trim a couple feathers uh, just to make sure that your bird can't fly. And certainly if he likes to fly, those will grow back on the other end, uh, you know, a few weeks to months later. Yeah. So it is something that can be very useful. I know a lot of clients come in and they actually request, they never clip their bird's wings, but they'll request a wing trim before they're about to drive a distance. And that's just because they want to make sure their bird's safe. So what do we do if we have an emergency? I mean, certainly there are a couple things that we can do. I mean, having an emergency kit, maybe that would be a good idea. What That's a think? great idea. Just in case, you know, your bird gets startled and um, what happens if it breaks a feather and it starts bleeding? What are you going to do? And so it's nice to make sure you have um, a, some kind of hemostatic agent or a quick stop to make sure that if a nail broke or a feather broke, you could you could get that to stop bleeding when you're in the middle of nowhere. But also other, other things that we could put in the kit. Yeah, I mean, things like antibiotic ointment, if there's a little cut, some peroxide maybe to clean a wound, a little bandage. There's an instrument called a hemostat, which if you're really brave and there's a blood feather, meaning a new feather that's filled with blood in the shaft and it breaks off and it's bleeding, 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 and you can't get it to stop just with pressure. What we'll do and what you could do in an emergency is actually pull the feather out from the base and having this little instrument called a hemostat, which looks sort of like a blunt-ended scissors to pull it out can be very helpful. I oh, mean, and you should have a towel. Absolutely. Just in case your bird does need to be handled safely. And that way you can restrain your bird appropriately and do whatever first aid we need to actually facilitate. To yeah, and you can throw that towel over your cage if it's really cold, if the bird's really stressed out and needs a little bit of uh, alone time. So that towel can be very, very important. And some paper towels, obviously, because we know that birds can be a little poopy in the car and we want to keep things clean. So you want to have some water and, a and some paper towels, too. The one thing that unfortunately most people don't think of before they're traveling is to make sure they know where there are avian savvy veterinarians along the way on the trip. Because God forbid you have something really serious happen, the last thing you want to do when the bird is having problems breathing or bleeding or something is to start having to get on the internet and look for an animal hospital that deals with birds. So mapping those out in advance all along your trip so that you know in, in a pinch you can just go there, call them right away, you know what to do, and you're prepared for any kind of emergency. I know that we've had people People come here on in transit doing the same thing. Their bird needed care. They knew where we were located, and we were able to help them out in a very time-efficient manner. Absolutely. So we're going to take a couple minutes break now. Um, we're going to come back in just a minute and talk about what to do if you're traveling with your bird by plane. But this is Bird's Eye View. I'm Dr. Lori Hess here with Dr. Lauren Thielen, and we'll be back in just a minute. Stay perched. We'll be soaring back right after these messages. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi there, this is Dr. Lori Hess here with Dr. Lauren Thielen. This is Bird's Eye View, and today we're talking all about what to do when you're traveling with your bird. And we just spent some time talking about what to do if you're traveling by car with your bird. But um, many people have to travel longer distances, so they have to take their birds in the plane, which can be obviously a much more stressful experience for you and your bird. And there's some things that you might want to be thinking about if you know you're planning a a plane trip with your bird. What kind of things would those be, Dr. Thielen? Well, I guess first you need to find what airline will take your feathered friend. I do find it's very important, if you can, for your bird to travel in cabin with you. That way you can make sure it's it's uh, controlled and you can watch your bird. Now, some airlines won't let this happen. They have to stow away in the cabin, which is temperature controlled. It's not the worst thing. But ideally, I would I would research and find what fees need to be paid ahead of time. And they only have so many pet tickets per flight. So getting that early will assure that you and your, your pet can actually go on the plane. Um, and not all airlines do this. And so it does take quite a bit of research ahead of time to book the little parrot's ticket as well. Absolutely. And and knowing exactly where your bird's going to be is very, very important. Um, as we said before, ideally having the bird with you because you know the bird. Sometimes the, if it's a small bird, you can put it under the seat. Um, sometimes they'll actually take the carrier and put it in another portion of the cabin, which is one reason you want to certainly have your carrier labeled very clearly with your name and address and phone number so that it's clearly identifiable in case you do get separated from your bird. But I, again, it's nice to know exactly where your bird's going to be. Planning ahead and knowing whether the airline requires a health certificate. Most of them do. Usually it's within a certain number of days, whether it be 10, 14 days before travel. So you have to be sure you schedule a veterinary checkup um, with a veterinarian who is very savvy about this kind of thing and knows what kinds of things they need to write on that health certificate for you so that it's okay to bring your bird to on the plane. I mean, the last thing you want to do is have the USDA veterinarian at the airport stop you and say, I'm sorry, but your paperwork is incomplete and now you can't go. And especially other countries. So when you're going across seas or even into South America, they have their own health certificates. So you have to have both the U.S. and whatever country you're going into. And they sometimes have different regulations or quarantine or different things that you really, really need to investigate ahead of time before you plan your travels to make sure that once you're in said country, you're even going to be able to have access to your bird. Absolutely. There are some countries, believe it or not, like England, where you cannot bring in your bird unless it is quarantined on the other end. So with avian influenza, really big, deadly disease that's destroying all kinds of uh, chicken flocks and turkey flocks, even in the U.S., there are all kinds of regulations about uh, transporting birds now by air. So you want to contact the consulate of the country that you're visiting and make sure you get all the proper forms, know all the proper tests, vaccinations, whatever they require, way in advance of travel. Many veterinarians, and we get asked this all the time, will see your bird, but they don't typically run all of those tests, and there may be some research that needs to be done to figure out where those test samples go, if there are specific vaccines, they have to order those vaccines for you. So it really is on the burden, the onus is on the 
owner and not on the veterinarian, this is very important, to figure out what exactly is required so that owner can then call the veterinarian and say, hey, Dr. So-and-so, my bird's traveling to X country and we need these six things, you know, can you help me? The one thing we get frustrated with as veterinarians is that every country is different and we have people who call us up and say, okay, what does Spain require when I bring my bird in? Or what does Germany require? What does, you know, Africa require? And obviously it's different and it really, it's, it's up to the owner to figure out all that out and then let the veterinarian veterinarian know what he or she needs to do to help that bird travel into that country. Absolutely. So a lot of the things that we talked about before in terms of car travel certainly apply to air travel too. You know, having a carrier that's secure and one that can't be chewed out of. Very, very important. And very important. Absolutely. If you can imagine your parrot getting lost in the cabin of the of the plane, whether it's beneath or in the cabin, oh, I think that would freak anybody out that's not bird savvy. So <laughs> Yeah, we'd have an emergency landing there, yes. definitely. Not what you want to see happen. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> no, and bringing treats and bringing food and water and things things to keep your bird calm, you know, not medicating your bird in any way, because the last thing you want to do is be up thousands of feet in the air and have your bird have a reaction. So when people ask us for medication to calm their bird, we always say no, it's just better to, you know, practice with the bird being in the carrier, even if it means getting in the car and driving to the airport and hearing the sounds of the, the engines of the plane. I mean, if it's a long plane ride, all of those things, a towel to cover the cage so the bird can sleep and have some quiet time. Um, all those things to make sure that the bird is kept comfortable. And even a portable DVD player would be a great thing. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's like having a toddler on the plane. You need distractions. So um, that's something can, that can be fun and something you can do with your bird at home even before you travel so he knows that's something to look forward to. Absolutely. And a lot of people always ask me about the cabin pressure changes and how that affects birds. Um, and... I, you surprisingly, they do very well. I'm sure they feel it just like we do, because although birds fly in the, the sky, they don't fly quite as high as the planes do. But I have to say, most birds actually don't uh, scream, as you would think, and they actually tolerate it pretty well. Um, and so as far as birds flying on planes, I, I think it's a great idea if that's what uh, fits your situation and keeps you with your feathered friend. So there's no reason that you can't travel in a car, in a plane, in a bus. I don't know about a motorcycle, but certainly by all means with your bird, the key is preparation, it's planning, it's thinking about all of these things in advance, preparing for emergencies, preparing food and water and everything else to make your bird as comfortable as he or she could be, as comfortable as you would like to be on your travels. And if you do this, there's absolutely no reason you can't enjoy your trip with your bird, have a great vacation and have your bird have a great vacation too. Absolutely. So thank you very much for joining us today. This is Dr. Lori Hess here with Dr. Lauren Thielen and this is Bird's Eye View. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.